Well, we've just come to the end of our first 24 hours on the fast, and it's a great opportunity to find out how everyone's getting on. And I just want to start by saying, because I started my fast this morning, I kind of always feel like, I think somebody asked this question before, actually, and Aranda answered it when we did a previous fast. And somebody said, when do you actually start fasting? Is it like literally after you've just finished your last bite of your last meal? And it is, isn't it? So it always feels like a cheat day for me when you eat breakfast and then you're kind of filled up with like good meat and eggs and stuff. And then you're kind of full all day long. It doesn't feel at all like fasting. Uh, and I guess for me, I'll get that tomorrow morning. But some of you, of course, started yesterday afternoon or evening. So I'd like to hear from some of you about how things are going. Would anyone like to put their finger up and just say they want to go first? Over to you. Okay, Helen, go for it. How was your... Oh, I'd really love to hear your story because of what you were saying yesterday. So over to you, Helen. Um, Yes, so I started um, around about uh, seven something last night, and um, but I've been doing uh, alternative fasting three days a week for the last couple of weeks anyway. So today, I mean, I haven't gone past where I normally would have been. So, but today's been fine. Um, I had to go down to my, my mother died in January. You don't really need to know that, but I had to go down to her house to help clear it out and so I had a drive of which took me forever to get there so I listened to um podcasts on the way there thanks Dan and and <laughs> on the way part back, of your journey I enjoyed it, the journey too it's great being yeah, with you it was good yeah because <laughs> it gives me time on my own just to listen so that was really nice why and, do you think I make um, them I've got young kids I need time alone just to make them just to have time <laughs> by myself <laughs> and um so I've done what I said I wanted to do, which was just have, uh, I've had one cup of tea, one cup of coffee, the rest is water. And I just finished my broth, which was lovely. And I, when I got home um, this afternoon, I just thought, oh, I really fancy something to eat. But I wasn't hungry. And I knew in my head, it's just the mental thing, um, which I think is probably much harder than the physical hunger thing. Um, massive and, mental, yeah. Never yeah, underestimate so the mental feeling and attachment to, sort to food. Of say, right, I um, I'm not going to eat anything, and um, I'm going to stick to it. And um, so I didn't, and that was fine. I just had a cup of tea, and now I feel fine. Great. So you don't you, the blood pressure thing. I mean, because that's what oh yeah. This about morning yesterday. I did take my blood pressure this morning before I got out of bed, and it was ninety five over fifty something, which isn't great really. It's too low. So did I've you had take the salt. salt. Yeah, yeah. I haven't probably had quite as much as Aranda recommended, but that's because I wasn't here from half past eight this morning till about half past three or four or whatever. So I was limited as to, her, but I've I've just put salt in my broth and I had salt on my finger um, when I had some water earlier. So so far so good. But I mean, day one is sort of should be probably okay. Um, it's day two to day day three, and last time I gave up on day three. So um, I'm hoping that if I have a bit more salt over the next couple of days, that I should not go too wobbly superb and let's hope yeah i really hope and it's been a great start so that's superb um, yeah so i'm feeling very positive and i signed up uh, although i've got the zero app i did the life one with the group so i'm in that as well so i've got two apps on the go you know what because i did breakfast and was at work i completely forgot i didn't even realize i was fasting until about four or five o'clock this evening and thought oh yeah i should have started the app so i'm not on but it you can but... you can edit your start time so you oh, can right. put it back to when you started you don't have to do it Good in real tip. time 
Thanks, yeah. Helen. I'll do that then. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Right. Okay. Would anyone else like to jump in with a bit about their experience, how the first 24 hours has been for them? Go for it, Pete. Yeah, hi. Um, it's been a revelation today for me. Uh, I measured out the salt as Aranda suggested yesterday, and I must admit, I looked at him and went, oh, my God, I can't. <laughs> I'm going to get this down me today. Um, I've done it with water, pints of water all day. And it's honestly, it's a revelation. It's just totally, totally changed my fasting experience. Normally, the first day is super difficult for me. Mm-hmm. I've sailed for it. I've even been out for a, a run, which I don't do. I've, I've only just started running on the catch to 5K thing. I'm into week two, and I've done that fasted, and I actually felt really, really good. So, Fantastic. Well done, yeah. Pete. Salt is really the answer, isn't it? And actually, I'm kicking myself. I haven't taken any today yet because I don't feel like I'm fasting yet, but I will. I'll take some before bed because you don't want to suddenly find you're cramping or whatever. That's brilliant, though, Pete. Excellent news. And um, yeah, keep your salt levels up. So you say you have it with water. Are you just having a pinch and then washing it down or are you putting it in water and dissolving it? Yeah, I'm doing about uh, half a teaspoon for a pint. So I can taste it, but it's not there. Yeah. You know, not overpowering. Yeah. And Great. yeah, doing the trick. I'm actually drinking quite a lot today because of that. So, yeah, yeah. good stuff. Well, good luck tomorrow, and I hope all goes well as well with your salt intake and and everything else. That sounds like a really good start. Um, everyone else want to start with uh, just their experiences and how they're found today. Heidi, over to you. I'm curious to know how many times you had that half teaspoon of salt because I've been having little pinches that I just put under my tongue. But can you tell me? Yeah, uh, I've done four, four, four. times more. So yeah, two, with two, half, with two half teaspoon. a teaspoon in, in. Yeah, two teaspoons. And I've had some just sort of dabs on my tongue as well, as in, as in what I fancy. Cool. Okay. That's increased it significantly because I was doing similar, just taking a dab every now and again. And I think I was woefully under yeah. what, I need, what I needed to be to make things comfortable. Okay, well, I might try a bit more tomorrow. I've been a little bit headachey today, but I've been very busy. And I'm, uh, the app's telling me I'm at 33 hours now. I started quite early on Sunday, just had breakfast and then went straight into it about 11 o'clock. So um, I'm kind of in day two now. Now, that's an interesting time, isn't it? Because I think, Miranda, you've talked about this before, haven't you? And said, although I know, by the way, Heidi said before we started recording, she has done a five-day fast before, yeah. but but while eating carbs. So this is uh, just just stick on that for a minute. How how different is it when you're doing it without the carbs and you're fast adapted? Um, it's a lot easier. You, you just kind of ease into it a lot easier. Um, I, I think I was interested in doing fasting just to to just kind of prove that I could do it before. But you would feel really quite lightheaded. I wasn't doing any salt. I've, I've always drunk a lot green teas and um, water anyway. But the carbs make you a lot more hungry and you crave things a lot more where when you're fat adapted, it's it's a lot easier. It's, it is so much easier, but it's still it's still a challenge and it's still something you've got to think about and fight through. Um, I was often having a bit of cream and coffee before. And um, one thing that I was doing before that Aranda told me uh, it's probably not a good idea was having hot marmite, like a big spoon of marmite in a drink, which is kind of like a soup at lunchtime. But. Um, there are quite a few carbs in it, which I hadn't realised. So I've stopped that. Um, I quite like occasionally a hard-boiled egg. So it's more of a kind of a dirty fast if you do something like that. Um, but that that seems to help get through it. And I put a lot of salt on the egg rather than having salt water. But maybe I just try the salt 
water tomorrow. Yeah, yeah it's very uh, trying to get salt in you is not easy, is it? I find that a challenge. But I found the best for me is a little shot of water, dissolve the salt, neck it, anything left in there. Because quite often with the you know pink Himalayan salt crystals, it doesn't mm-hmm. dissolve that easy. So a bit more water, knock it back, and I'm fine. Yeah. Um, I'll just do that until it's gone. Oh, sorry, was that sorry? A little espresso. Oh, very nice. Can't go wrong. Mm. Aranda, do you want to tell us about the second day? Because just coming back to what Heidi said there about she's in the second day, and most people are going into that tomorrow. So it it can be the challenging bump on the journey, right? Into your long extended fast? Yeah, that's right. Because we typically have about 24 hours worth of glycogen stored in our liver. So so the first 24 hours, um, you will be kind of, if you're fat adapted, you will be kind of um, in in mild ketosis. But um, once your liver glycogen kind of is depleted is when you'll have probably between 24 hours and 36 hours, you'll have uh, a small amount of protein breakdown. So that's kind of tissues in our body. This is where kind of autophagy com- comes in. So t- tissues in our body, which are kind of worn out, uh, uh, sort of they get recycled effectively. And then you get gluconeogenesis. So this is where um, fat and protein in our body is kind of converted into sugar. So so you have, uh, you deplete your glycogen, then you get kind of maybe between tw- 24 hours and 36 hours a period of gluconeogenesis and kind of protein breakdown. And then after that, once you get into kind of 36 or kind of 40 hours, that's when you kind of get into really deep ketosis. Um, So now that bump in the road, if you're not fat adapted, when you've run out of glycogen is quite a hard bump. So it's a bit like hitting the wall when you're running a marathon. Yeah, we've all done that. <laughs> yeah, so so I mean, having been yeah. a runner, having been a runner, I, I know what that feels like. And effectively, if you run too fast and you're running at a rate where you're depleting your glycogen uh, quicker that, than you can replenish it, replenish it, and you're not fat, fat adapted, uh, it, it's it's terrible. You feel awful, and it's that kind of feeling. Uh, you effectively you're hitting the wall uh, because your body. Um, it's crying out for energy. Uh, your blood sugar can drop because uh, your body's really struggling to liberate enough um, glucose to maintain your blood sugar. So you can get kind of really kind of, well, you feel weak and you have to go to bed basically. <laughs> yeah. Can I just ask then, a bit off topic, but relating to running then, I know it's not about fasting, but when, when runners are carb loading for their run and then they run out of glycogen because they have, run so far like in a marathon or whatever mm-hmm. that's like the worst setup ever really isn't it they're set up to really be in pain because they are running 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 then they run out of fuel and then it's at that moment they need the most amount of fuel they've got nothing yeah y- yes and no because uh, so the best runners are actually very very efficient at uh, metabolizing fat so naturally genetically they're really really good at sort of uh, metabolizing fat for energy so um, for them, uh, they've got a real advantage because they've got a very high performance fuel, which is glucose. And um, even if they're kind of, you know, these some of these can, even if they're running really, really fast, I mean, they, these athletes, they can run a mile 
Uh, actually, I worked it out. So if I was on the track with one of these guys, they would lose me within about 100, 150 meters, literally. And they'd be running that pace for like a marathon. It's incredible. But but these guys, they're, 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 they've got the best of both worlds. Not only do they use this high-performance fuel. Um, um, so have you seen these really amazing runners? At the end, they, they're literally sprinting because what they do is they they stay in a pack uh, and they're we, running mostly they're, they're running mostly using using fat uh, and uh, not that much of their glycogen but at the end uh, they decide to break off and, and that lit at the end they're literally sprinting and that's where they they've still got enough glycogen left to do that because at, at that sprint they're using their glycogen stores not the fat because it's more kind of um, uh, more efficient for sprints and glycolytic exercise. Um, so it depends. If you're not fat adapted, it's a terrible idea. Absolutely. Yeah. So if you don't have the genetics and if you're not like um, from Kenya and you've been kind of uh, training up in high altitude all your life and you're not fat adapted, uh, carb loading is a terrible, terrible idea, I would say. So here in uh, the fens of like Cambridgeshire, not so good. Pretty much no. on the sea level. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So how's your fast been so far, And I know this is like a, a normal Monday for you, isn't it? Yeah. So I kind of do a long fast every week. Um, so I'm OMAD most of the time. So I've gone past that point and um, I do maybe like a 36 hour or 48 hour fast every week, once a week usually. So I haven't really got to the point where anything's that different yet. Um, but yeah, I've been a bit tired today because uh, so Roshan, my son, he woke up uh, probably just before two o'clock. And then, oh, my God. So did um, Noah. Seven minutes to two. Oh, right. OK. Yeah. Sorry, wow. guys. We're in the same boat here. And then he woke up again at Is four and then at five. Oh, God knows why. <laughs> he just so um, so then. The party. Then I woke up uh, about half past four because I, after after that wake up, I, I kind of couldn't get back to sleep properly. So I've, I've had a bit of disturbed sleep. So today um, I've struggled with kind of tiredness mainly. And at one point I wasn't hungry, but I really wanted to eat because, um, you know, it's, it's a comforting thing, isn't it, to eat. So I wasn't hungry, but I, but I really felt like eating. Uh, but I didn't, obviously. But yeah. You know what? That's such a good point. Like, you know, when they say about calories a calorie and all these things, they treat the body almost like we're a piece of physics, science, whatever. But actually, you know, we're hormonal, but also we're emotional. And there's all these things going on. It's yeah. just part of our biology, isn't it? And comfort yeah, yeah, eating yeah. is part of being a human being. We all do it at some point. Yeah. Um, so would anyone else like to jump in there with how their experience has been so far? Of course, the idea of the Wolfpack is it's a supportive group. So you can say something or not, or just listen. It's absolutely fine. Whatever one anyone wants to do. But anyone wants to jump in and talk about their story? Julie's got a smile on her face. Mm, go, go for it, Julie. Straight mind. Um, I'm not struggling, but normally I wouldn't fast this week. Um, this week in the month is hormones are... Um, everywhere and so I'm fasting and I feel all right um just now but I don't know how long I'll go yeah 
<laughs> we'll see how far it goes. But then I'm kind of thinking I want to do it to see, to prove a point to myself. I don't know. I did a, I've already did a long one this sort of quarter. Mm-hmm. I did a long fast in February, so I try and do it every three months. Listen to your body. That's that's it, isn't it? You know, see how you get on and respond accordingly. The thing that I would just say for me is I'm not going to give myself ever again a challenge to achieve something for the sake of achieving it. That's what I learned because in September, doing the five days was ridiculously easy, but the psychology of day six eating was ridiculously bad. Where I was suddenly like, oh my goodness, like I I've missed food so much. I just want to give my mouth the party. And then before you know it, you got things creeping back in again you weren't expecting because you've earned it. I mean, there's all that. I don't want to go into that again. So I just think you've got to do what's right for your body and your psychology, and that's what I'm going to do, and I say that to anyone. We're going to say something on that point, Miranda. Yeah, so uh, there's, a, there's a lady called Dr. Mindy Peltz that's got some really good resources. She does, like, like the Resetter podcast, and yeah. I think she's got, like, a really structured way of thinking about fasting around the menstrual cycle. As in, what are the times of the month uh, when to avoid kind of uh, like, you know, just do time restricted eating instead of extended fast and all that kind of stuff? Sounds like you've already come across her. Is that? Yeah, no, yeah. I really like her actually. Yeah. She's very good. And that was because there was always that point in the month where I really, I couldn't even do sort of 12 hours. And then it was when I started researching it and I came across her and I thought everything she was saying, I thought that is how I feel. Brilliant. So, but I mean, actually, I feel fine. You know, I'm not like hungry or I just feel normal because I try and do like you, I try and do Monday into sort of Tuesday, Wednesday, long fast every week. So yeah. um, I feel fine. But as I say, I always go with how I feel. So I'll just, I've not put a timer on it. I'm just going to yeah. see how long I can go. And yeah. Yeah, well, all the best of luck tomorrow and, um, you know, just see how you get on. And yeah, I'm sure it'll be, it'll be brilliant, whatever happens. <laughs> so anyone else got anything else they would like to share? Uh, yes, go for it, Rachel. Um, yeah, just following on from that, I think um, I think it almost feels like listening to Iranda and to Julio and our experience, has, you know, um, we've, we've talked quite a bit about this, but obviously the more you fast the better you seem to get at it. And that's how I'm feeling now. I'm sort of, I feel completely different psychologically than I did back in September. And I think we did a couple, I think I tried a couple more fasts since then. And I really struggled. I found it very, very hard. And now I feel the opposite. I, I You know, I don't want to curse it by saying it's easy. It's, you know, it's still a, um, a bit of a challenge. And you have to sort of take a deep, it's like going underwater, take a deep breath before you go. Uh, but yeah, definitely feel felt great today, and felt great on the last one that I did with Aranda and Julie. Um, and yeah, fasting muscle is getting stronger. I think. Yeah. Isn't it interesting though how like when you do something for the first time, it's shrouded in novelty, and so you know you don't eat for twenty four hours, and you go unknown territory. What's <laughs> happening here? Who knows what's going to happen next? And then the more you do it, the novelty goes, and then it becomes normal. And then you just and you don't think about it as much, which means that time passes when you're doing other things. And I think all that's part of it, isn't it? So um, it I is, think- and and I also think um, for me particularly, I, I've, this is the first time I've ever done anything that this year has been a complete. It's been a complete new thing. And when you're 
when you have a food addiction, um, I mean, sort of beating the carb addiction with keto helps. And then understanding the science of the fat, fat adaptation and realizing that your body can feed off its own fat. And therefore, psychologically, the cravings start to go. And it's all been an organic process. Um, and fasting seems a natural part of that. Uh, so, so yeah, it's it's for me, the psychological shift is phenomenal. I just find that when I do a long fast, I get more done. And I know that sounds, you know, like things like the ironing's up to date, you know. <laughs> all right, make us all feel bad when our ironing uh, isn't up oh to no, date then. No. <laughs> I just find that I'm more productive, I think, but then I'm maybe not thinking about food as much. So, yeah, yeah I feel like I'm a bit more productive. Yeah. There's a lot of time that goes into the administration mm-hmm. of food eating, isn't there? Like yes. the setup, the cooking, the cleaning <laughs> up, you know, the digestion. It's just, you know, there's a lot of things going on there. Um, yeah, well, excellent. Does anyone else want to add anything else? Or ever, is everyone happy just to go into their next uh, day of fasting? Uh, Aranda, over to you. I just wanted to say hello to Joyce. Uh, so welcome. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, how are you doing? Yes, well, I'm not, you know, I'm not um, on the long fast yet, because as yeah, I, yeah. I think I said earlier, I mean, I used to do a lot of long fasting as part yeah. of the group, actually. Yeah. Um, and um, and that was the most successful I was, because although I'm low carb, I don't count anything. I'm too lazy to count anything. So fasting for me was an easier option. Yeah. Um, and I, I can't even remember how much I used to do. I'd probably say I'd start off. It always started on a Sunday evening, generally. You didn't have to do, but that's where it tended to start. And so I'd aim for 25, sorry, 24 once a week. And then that inevitably um, went into a longer fast. I just right. find when you're part of a group, it just does, you know, as long yeah, as you yeah. feel good. And yeah. I can't really say for sure, you know, it might have gone two, three days sometimes or something like that. And then once a month, the aim would have been for 36 hours. And again, that would go longer. Right. And 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 I, I run not quickly, but I run and I used to run, you know, after having fasted several days with no no issues whatsoever. Yeah. I just found one, it affected my sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was that was the downside. And um, and secondly, after I'd done it for a very long time and it got quite tiny as well, actually, um, people um, were starting to comment, even though I was still, you know, over where I needed to be weight wise. And also, I just find generally I felt a bit more fatigued after not feeling fatigued. So I thought, listen to your body, take a break, then go back to it. And then after I took the break, I never got back to it. And although I've continued fast and say I got up to 91 hours and that was one time where I thought, actually, I don't think I'm going to fast today. Well, I'll give it a go. I might last a day. And actually, 91 hours later, I was still going and could have gone on quite longer. Actually, my hungriest day was the second day, funny enough. Um, but I just found I started to lose some energy after doing that for quite quite some time I can't remember how long now and so I stopped and then I never really got back into it but I do fast regular anyway as I say anything probably a minimum of 12 but usually I'm up sort of 16 18 20 hours but I find from a weight point of view it doesn't for me it doesn't have the same effect yeah yeah. Um, well there'll be a bunch of us doing regular fasts every week so yeah. you know, just uh, just stay in touch. Uh, yeah. Like I said, you know, I I do kind of for like a maybe 32, 36, 48 hours once a week. Uh, you know, I think uh, Julie, you're you're a pro at this now, and 
Heidi, you know, you, you've done those now, and Rachel. So, like, we're, we're all going to be fasting on and off, and that's fasting circle. So, so uh, yeah, uh, you'll have company if you fancy it. Yes, yeah, no, I would. If I can get into a regular thing again, particularly with the better weather come, I got very cold and very hungry today, but I think part of that was um, I did have pine last night, which is why I started later. Um, <laughs> so that that never helps, does it? That's never a good start. And um, so I did, uh, so I got, got to about mid-afternoon. I thought, no, I feel hungry, I feel cold. So, you know, I'm still easing myself back into it. So um, so I had, I just had some egg and bacon. I was quite full and now I feel absolutely fine. I think I'll go to tomorrow probably with no problem yeah. um but the other week I did do one I did do a 40 odd something I can't remember now mm-hmm. quite well into the 40s the other week okay yeah. Yeah. uh without really planning to mm-hmm. um but it doesn't come as easy as it used to do so I, I do need to get back into that routine really yeah you know well uh, good luck tomorrow Joyce that's brilliant news and uh I do think that doing it together is a major asset and it really does help so you know if you're doing it through an app or a call next week whenever then I, th- I do recommend that to everyone. So I wish you all the very best Wolf back tomorrow and, uh, you know, use the group to keep people updated. So if you want a bit of support or whatever, go on there. And I'm sure, well, I know people are quite quick to responding to help people along the way. So that's what it's all about. And then I will see you tomorrow at 8 PM where I'll put the link up again and we can just catch up and see how we're getting on. Okay. Brilliant. Okay. Thanks, Thanks, Dan. Right. Thanks very much. Bye. 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 Bye.